You are about to enter the realm of Erziheimel, a magical land full of great treasures, warring nations, and dark dangers. But before that, this is the voice of Transient Day. You're a Goliath fighter, and you're about to listen to the audio podcast version of our live broadcast of D6 Black Archives. If you wish to watch the original broadcast of D6, episodes go live Sunday at 7pm PST or 10pm EST on the D6 D&D live Twitch and YouTube channel. Afterward, the VODs will be uploaded on Wednesdays at 3pm PST or 6pm EST on the D6 D&D live show YouTube channel with the audio versions released here on the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcast platforms, Saturdays at 6am PST or 9am EST. Now, whether you are listening to this at work, driving, or prefer the audio format, please be aware of your surroundings and listen to your podcast responsibly. We are not liable for a player joining a campaign way too late into a campaign. Thank you all, and let's get into the show. Hello! Welcome everyone to D6. I am bringing together several friends from across the internet to play on a D&D livestream show. How Hi. Hi. How you guys doing? We're doing alive. You're but alive. one of us is extra crispy. <laughs> <laughs> extra crispy. Uh, so, <laughs> so before we uh, jump on into tonight, uh, as you uh, may notice down below, uh, uh, Bruh, as well as Daito, will... Um, in the future, not be returning to D6. Um, we want to wish Daito a, a a a huge thank you for contributing to D6 for as long as he has, and uh, he's still a close friend of mine. I absolutely love the man. Uh, please do do continue to check out what he is working on, especially in his animation field. And hopefully, we will be having him back one day, someday. But, yeah, he will not be returning for the rest of the campaign. However, in his place, I'll be introducing a brand new player a little later into the game. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, all, all that said and done. Um, we don't really have any other uh, announcements aside from the podcast episodes will be coming out uh, a little bit later. Uh, I'll be just releasing them as packs and hopefully that will uh, that will ease up some of my uh, scheduling tensions as many of you may have recently seen uh, what I've been dealing with. Okay. Uh, I think that is about it. How are we all feeling? Feeling pretty Gucci. Yay! Let us Made it out alive, forth. but at what cost? <laughs> so much cost, actually. So much. Alright. Boop boop. Alright. Uh, well then, with that being said, let us jump into tonight's episode of D6. <laughs> So, where we had last left off. After the Azure Crest had successfully infiltrated and managed to collect as much information about the whereabouts of the ever-so-elusive Alois Azure, you find yourselves... You found yourselves under the Dawning Academy, having discovered that they have been abducting many of their students to be a part of their Arknight and Archmage program, and 
quickly discovering that uh, Grin Nostriff was in attendance, having taken Dagex, and thus you all found yourselves fighting towards the bottom of Dawning Academy, revealing what had been many warships and as well as two fighting sapphire dragons in the uh, in the effort of killing uh, Grin Nostriff. Dante getting the final blow, and you guys under the uh, the stress of a sapphire dragon nearly killing the lot of you. You managed to escape thanks to the assistance of an Ignis Brimlight, and you land yourselves into the EHS. However, Connor. I am here. You are here. I need you to do me a favor and be Salazar. Can do. So, Salazar, as you reach the bottom of this elevator under the Dawning Academy, quickly behind you, a massive amount of zombies you had created with your necromancy. As you see, not too far is a building where you have seen what looks like to be a mass amount of destruction as well as several guards making an attempt to stop what had been various fires and explosive forces that have shaken many of the warships here. Quickly do you find yourself getting closer to that center building, a laboratory. And inside you find a few notable figures. One of which is a large dead sapphire dragon. And another is a Alois Azure alongside with a, a human woman. As you enter the building, you also get the faint feeling that you will not be here for too long, as many guards had began to worry of whether or not the laboratory is safe. And as you enter and find them all... Ah, Dr. Salazar. It's good to see you again, old friend. Aloise. Hmm. I see you've been causing trouble again. As much trouble as I possibly can, especially for warmongers. But, as promised, I have your gift and payment. It points towards the Sapphire Dragon. I'm honestly a little shocked that you're just giving this to me. I have my own personal reasons. Given the nature of what you do and what you'll be using it for, I'm sure I'll be benefiting from it as well. Is that so? I have a various... I have various numbers of concerns. 
and I need to know what sorts of practices that you'll be performing on this corpse. Well, the only time I've ever operated on a dragon is trying to make it better, not... He sort of waves his hands back towards his army of zombies behind him. Different. Well, I guess it's the first time for everything. And you benefit from this. Oh, verily. However, I like to keep that a little bit closer to the chest, as you already know me to do. Fair enough. Though people tend to be a bit more honest with their physicians. I know you like to keep your secrets. And so I'll ask no further questions on it. And I will gladly accept this repayment. Also, I have to make a small personal request as well. Mm-hmm. And he'll he'll go over to the dragon and he'll run his good hand just along the sapphire scales a bit, just feeling it out and seeing what uh, he's dealing with here. You... You obviously see that this dragon has been poked and prodded, probably for decades. It's gaunt, it's a little decrepit, and this thing has been experimented on for way too long. It's hard to know where this creature specifically came from, but the fact that it is here is disturbing. At least for some people. For you, the emotion could be very different. Speaking of, about that extra favor, and he points towards the woman next to him. I'd like you to meet Donna Saccone. A pleasure. You can see she's nervous. It's kind of apprehensive. Oh, don't. I know people are often nervous around doctors, but I assure you, I've been working with Alois for a long, long time, and he's perfectly spry. I'm well unaware of who or Alois Azure is. And she stares uh, at him. What I'm more concerned about is why is it that you want me to work with him? Alois, looking at the both of you. Donner, you have a very particularly good talent for necromancy yourself. And I know that the good doctor here can always use an extra hand and an assistant to those who are willing to experiment more on the scientific side of things instead of the magical. I imagine your work together will do great a great many things. That is under So, the... Miss Donna, you are to be my assistant? If I want to keep breathing, yes. He sort of eyes shift slowly over to Aloise at that. Mm. 
he doesn't really say much. He closes his eyes, lets out a deep sigh, and shrugs his shoulders. Well, it's no business of mine. I am in the profession of keeping people alive. So, I suppose, assistant it is. How much do you know about the craft? I'll put this as clearly and probably as recognizable to you, having known Alois probably as long as I have. I used to work for the Luxon Initiative. Would I know what that would, what that is? You would. In fact, you were at the event where you had assisted Alois in taking down the Luxon Initiative. Ah. Now there's a name I haven't heard in a while. And as Alois steps over towards the dragon, and looks back to the lot of you. Plans are emotion, my friends. That aside, I need to return to the EHS now. I'm sure whatever it is that you have the means to take care of this, you will. Hmm. One last thing, Eloise. Yes. This poor soul. Were they anything to you? Make an insight check. Fourteen? <laughs> Fourteen. There is... In asking that question, you get the slightest tinge on the side of the mouth. A Just the, the cheek kind of slightly raised. And go back to this usual stone-faced figure that is Alois Azure. I see. Well, if that will be all, give my regards to your uh, entourage as well. I'm assuming they'll be at the EHS as well. I'll let them know. I did not know them for a long time, but... They seem... Like good people. Very hard to come by, especially in our field. <laughs> As the two of you, or the three of you, begin to leave this area, especially with a sapphire dragon in hand, uh, with the assistance of all your undead, you manage to do so with a little bit of fuss, but not too much, as you are more than capable of eliminating the average guard. Now, returning back to the EHS, as a lot of you have landed on the floor and begin to reclaim your bearings, 
as you are sitting in the middle of the Volenstan district here at the EHS, and the rather large magical sound, as well as what had been a massive interaction. Slowly, do uh, things kind of come to a calm as you're catching up with yourselves, as well as Harleen finally entering uh, the main floor here. Well then, all of you are alive. I think so. Ow. Barely. Seacher <laughs> like pulls out like an old tooth from being eaten by the bit here earlier out of her outfit. Like, ow! And just flicks yeah. it. I kind of wish I was dead, but... Oh. Not on my watch, bud. <laughs> Dakix is like, I think I was dead. No, you were uh, still alive. Okay. Sometimes he starts slapping his shoulder like, yeah, almost, you almost were gone there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Okay. Wait. Wait, wait. Like, huh? um, meta, meta speak is bra here. Yeah, he's still, he's here. Okay, all right. I thought you were gonna make him like do something else. Nah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Well. Also, Bedham's here. <laughs> oh yeah. He's like, oh. Uh, hello. And, and uh, Gabby vanished. <laughs> yeah, Gabby's gone. Um. As she kind of calls a couple of the guards, is like, we'll sort him out and try and get everybody a little bit more organized, but the five of you, my office now. Okay. As <coughs> as the lot Leo of you... Leo will, uh, he'll stand up, he'll grab everybody by the scruff and just hoist <laughs> them to their feet. Citra <laughs> almost, like, stumbles over, like, <laughs> Yeah. As the lot of you, uh, make your way through the library and up the stairs, and Entering uh, through her office uh, as she goes to sit down. Okay. A lot of information I imagine is about to flow out of all of you, so let's start. I would suggest you stay seating down. None first of, of all, good. knowing the lot of you, that's what I like to do. First of all, uh, mission complete. We located Alois. That's good. That's, that's the extent of the good news. Right. Yes. The rest of the news comes now. So... <sighs> it turns out that Donning Academy is using... Students. Promising students for their alchemical and magical experiments. They're turning them into Arknights. They're well, they already did Doing the Arc Knights, but it was the Arc Mages they were making now. Yes. They're twisting their experiments and they're trying to make different types of Arc things. Some of them didn't exactly pan out. Dante starts um, his fists. Citra <laughs> can't. Her hands are too hurty. <laughs> and beneath the actual academy itself, they had airships. Uh, must have been have been able to hold thousands of people. They said they were going to wage war on everything. It's not just the Thalia Cliffs. 
Dante starts gritting his teeth. <laughs> and Citra puts her hand on his back like, easy, buddy. <laughs> on top of that, they had captured Dagex earlier on, and Grin lured us basically under there to... He knew we were going to come for them. I don't know how much she got from him, but it wound up being a distraction anyway, saying that we're claiming that Samael had assassinated the Arhir. They wanted a trigger, and they got it. As she looks over towards Dagex, inform Helena immediately. You see as he kind of nods his head and he leaves the room. They also had an adult sapphire dragon in there. Other than Aloise. Uh, sidetrack, she doesn't know about Azure. Oh. So, oh. Oh. <laughs> doesn't know that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll roll that back a bit. Yeah. I know, it, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to know who knows who. <laughs> And Grin had that grimoire from Tasha. We had a big fight between him and a Baylor for a while, too. But he is not a problem. But there's even worse news. I know who that masked red-robed guy is. That is High Lord Lockerell. Or as he likes to call himself, Cowrel the Vile. He had corners, cornered us at one point, and I was wondering why that voice sounded so familiar, and I had met him back when he basically threw me back in the dunes. Or, into the dunes. She didn't go back. She, but, yeah. He's, um... He's behind all this. He was willing to give us Tasha at some point to hand him over, or at least put a good in, word in with Samael for whatever reason. We didn't listen, of course, but that's when I found out who he was. We're through making deals with powers like that. But he essentially wants to take everybody, doesn't matter who you are, into, I don't know if it's just dead or undead. And considering they have the Wand of Orcus, and that's freaking me out a little, considering um, he's been behind a lot of things, including... Sav, who was with me as the first sultan, and Sav's big whole thing was, his last fight was destroying that wand. He mentioned something else. Something about being prepared for a fight we can't win. Yeah. We managed to free some of the other students, um, and I told them to leave and go home and warn whomever leaders they had. Nora specifically is from Yimnin. No one's safe at this point. All things taken into account. You have found Alois Asher. Yeah. And this information will hold very prudent at least to the council as well as the king. For the time being... I think it would be best for the lot of you to take a rest. There are... moving pieces. I'd like to thank you all again for your service. Well, 
We kept our promise. We're alive. That I'm happy about. For now, let's just inform who we need to inform and then move forward. Has my uh, has my country sent their um their uh what's the name of the word um dignitary? Yeah, sorry, I couldn't remember the word. <laughs> They'll be sent. Uh, we had received word and letter. They will be here in due time. Okay. I, they had told my, our sultan told me that they had been approached about when it was just allegedly a war between Hollenstan and the, the Thaliaklis, but at least they have a good warning that it's probably just not going to end well for anybody. And for the time being, let us just move forward on what knowledge we do know. For now, all of you take a rest. You've all deserved it. Dismissed. Yep. How much, you... <laughs> How much gold did we get? What? How much gold did we get? How much gold do we get? Oh, yes. Where's my money? <laughs> <laughs> We're uh, back to that. Money, 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 money. So, also, uh, so you guys are getting your your 400 gold pieces as well as an extra 200 gold pieces for hazard pay. Uh, Damn. <laughs> yeah. 600 okay. GP. Four hundred. So it's four hundred oh. and two hundred. Yep. Okay, let me. Uh, four hundred and two hundred. So six hundred gold. Oh my god, he's fucking rolling in it right now. So is Citra. <laughs> Especially Citra. I think uh, I have the most out of everybody. <laughs> so, as the lot of you uh, leave, Burra does stay behind as he has a more private conversation with Harleen. Teacher just takes one sniff of her outfit, considering she was the one eaten by an undead behir, and goes, oh god, I'm yeah. gonna go take a bath. So, over the course of this time, you all spend the next week recovering. You begin to hear a lot of the the whispers in the back and forth of many a problems that have begun to arise. You all are free to do uh, what it is you would like to do. Uh, at least only one thing for right now. Oh. Right off the bat? The teacher for sure is going to one wash up and then be back in the clothes she wants to be in. I'm sure everyone else wants yeah. to be back in their normal clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and then Not probably have burn- to. I'm burning these teachers' clothes. <laughs> yeah, and then she's just probably gonna wind up trying to fix her hands. She punched so many people. <laughs> As uh... oh, oh, we'll go across the table. Uh, Citra. Uh huh. What is it that you would, uh, aside from the the thing you would do at the front of the day, is there anything else throughout the week that you would like to do? Um, she's kind of tunnel visioned on the panic of that's happening. So besides trying to calm herself with her own meditation, I think the other bit would be trying to figure out when and where she'd start working with the uh, fragments, considering that a pretty nasty fight is probably on their way. Uh, 
as you try and get a... You've already gotten a baseline understanding, especially as your uh, extracurriculars was blacksmithing. Yeah. You get the idea and the faint feeling that the information of how to forge uh, these weapons of Mythica in the future will yeah. uh, will oh. either probably be through the library or... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other... There's two more bits besides fixing her hands and all that would probably be, one, transferring her gold into gold d- diamond pieces she need for the spell Revivify. Yeah. Because that fight was too fucking scary. <laughs> just first, you know, Dagus going down, then Leo going down. It's just all panic. Yeah. Uh, I'll say throughout a day, on the day of Rises, you are heading out into the city as well as a Dagix finding you as uh, he's collecting some of his own supplies. Hey. Hey, you're looking better. She's just kind of like fiddling with a band-aid that's on her like knuckles a little bit. Looking at your hands. Should probably get those a little bit better. Eh, probably, but my knowledge in medicine's really just spells. As he goes through one of the shops and is like, I need a proper med kit real quick. Just buys himself a med kit and then after uh, getting diamonds and various other items. Yeah, which I'm pretty sure is for three other members is 900, so I'm gonna knock that out now. Yeah. <laughs> just so I don't forget. <laughs> Understandable. Okay. And as... The both of you head out into the town and just sit at a local park. Begins kind of just taking your hands and then uh, replacing the proper bandages, giving it a little bit more care. Yeah. Uh, my hands aren't generally this messed up. But um, given who I wound up having to save, worth it. Looking up at you. Feels good to be saved by somebody I care about. Yeah. But And she kind of looks a little frustrated at first and just kind of like nudges him in the shoulder. I thought I told you to not scare me like that again. <laughs> I You can't use the excuse of it's part of your job anymore. It doesn't work. I messed up. And What's worse is that others paid the price for my mistake. It's just not something that I commonly find myself dealing with. Dagex, Grin... Grin was a force to be reckoned with. Considering what he can do just passively? This isn't just you made a random mistake. Had it not been for Gabby, he almost took me and Dante over in that fight. Still. It happened. We just have to work on what to do going forward now. If you want to honor those who got hurt. Yeah. Understanding my timing here, um... I had a couple days to sit on this. Hmm. 
what you said down there. Um. I want you to understand, Citra, I... I really do like you. Her mm. face is turning slightly red, but yeah, mostly it's... at the ears. <laughs> <laughs> I... I was more worried that if I hurt you in a way that I don't think I would have been able to move on from that. And this is new for me. I I don't have this luxury of emotions, especially given my occupation. It's, he's just working on one of her hands, right? Not both? He's already done. Oh, okay, so she just kind of like... At first hesitant, because she's just like, snap out of it for a second there, and just kind of yeah. place her hand on his, going... Believe it or not, it's also new for me. I spent most of my life being hated just for existing. I didn't quite know how to express it when you first started telling me this before we left. So, I apologize. Most of my language is through affection. But I really like you too, and... I've been through so much worse. I don't see you hurting me you <laughs> think you can. <laughs> I... It's... More for me than it was for... Yeah. Maybe we should... Continue talking this out. Right? Yeah. I'd like to be able to figure out how to express it better, to be honest. Not that I won't stop hugging you, but, you know. I would like that. With just that slight admittance, like, right there, she doesn't even hesitate, she hugs him. <laughs> She's like, again, don't scare me like that again. <laughs> I just... promise I won't. As the both of you kind of just sit along the park side and enjoying what little peace is left in this world for right now. Leodon. Is there anything you would like to do? Leo would probably spend a lot of his time by himself. Uh, he'd find himself looking into the blade of the slipstream, and when he'd catch his own eyes, they would not look like his own. And that sort of frightens him a little bit. Sort of in in innate and instinctual way. He'll want to write letters or missives. One to the clan of nomads that he grew up with. The ones who raised him. And another to the Far Cloud clan. He'd basically be pleading with them to leave Valenstan as soon as possible, because all hell is about to break loose. Okay. As you write your letters and you create your missives, um, quite luckily, where you are is that there are plenty of people within a network that can reveal as much uh, 
that can get such things very far very quickly. As you do come back to that axe. Throughout this week, you find yourself getting the faint feeling as if there is this this migration, this call of the wind from the past over and over again. As if something draws you back to Volenstahn, something to the south. Not exactly sure what, but it's it's instinctual. It, it is it is empowered by that fear. Hopefully, that gives you a, a semblance of attachment. Uh, that Dante. Mm-hmm. What are you going to be doing this week? Alright, well... <laughs> so Dante can't let this lingering feeling of anger go. Like, there's still, like, red streaked across his body. And because of that, he feels embarrassed to even, like, talk to, um... Uh, what's her face? Um, Haley. Mm -hmm. Um, so his... The first plan is, um... He's he's thinking of all his whole crew that's down in Valenstone, like the whole like the whole of the Silver Smiles, and he's just pacing and thinking and anger just building and just sadness and angering and unknowing, and then he thinks about the invitation that was extended to him uh, from Semiel, and he starts ruminating on it on whether or not that open invitation is still on the table, considering what happened. Um, I think the next thing he's going to do because of that is, um, is there any information coming out of Valenstone at all? As of right now, considering what has happened with the R here, there is a very notable lack of information. There is... Zero information flow at this moment. Uh, so, in, so we don't know in whether the, or not in your channels specifically. In my channels, yeah. And yeah, so um, so he doesn't even know what the fuck is going on. So like, he doesn't have his criminal contact he normally has. Um, and so like, of course, that red's not gonna leave anytime soon because of that. And then. And uh, what's the other thing I wanted to have him do? There was the thing we talked about. Oh yeah, there's the thing we talked about, but Dante's not initiating that. <laughs> no, but that'd be yeah. up to Aaron here if uh, Citra winds up catching you. <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll get to that soon. Okay. Right. Yeah, but um. Oh, uh, I remember he did ask um Lumiere if if uh, he could make more uh, fire arrows for him. So he's going to check up on that. Ah, Olivier. Olivier. Yeah. Uh, in checking up on that, you can you do happen to get a couple more of these uh, these fire-based arrows. Um, you do also, uh, with his assistance as well as uh, his fellow al 
uh, alchemist next to him, he he manages to make another uh, fire burst arrow. So oh, so I have three regular arrows and then three regular fire arrows and then three flame burst arrow or one flame burst arrow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So uh, it took a, a while to develop something like that, but it it's uh it's almost as familiar as the one that you once had. Mm. All right, let's manage that inventory. And what was the cost for those ones? Uh, about a uh. About a hundred gold each for the fire arrows, and then uh, about a uh, hundred and fifty for the flame burst. Okay, so four hundred and fifty in total. Yep. Okay, so we'll remove that. All right. Um, other than that, Dante's just kind of, kind of ruminate on like what's going on. Like, yeah. Like it was what Grin said was true, and well. Now that like the curse is off of his, is off of him. Yep. There's one less thing to worry about. Okay. Uh, and yeah, I think that's gonna be it. Okay, Dante. In one of your dreams, in the night, you you find yourself in a space. And you can hear a sound. The sound of a hammer meeting an anvil. As the dream takes you, you find yourself in a room filled with moonlight. And along the walls are tools metals, ingots, anything and everything somebody could ever use a forge for. And before you is this massive forge, what looks like to be a moon and a hammer. A The moon itself is that of Sahani, a very familiar one for you. But the hammer, hammer is different. Given your, given your disposition, especially with religion, and uh, especially with the moon goddess, you would know that this hammer is reflective of Moradin, the, uh, the Allhammer. This god is a god, uh, is a dwarven god of forging. In this space, you... kind of get this faint familiarity as along the along your hand is that uh, that pendant on your arm almost as if it glows alongside here for the dream slowly comes to an end something beckons you this forge As the week comes to an end, excuse me.
you all find yourselves uh, being beckoned back to Harleen. Back up the steps we go. As a lot of you enter, and you can see she's looking a lot less stressed, but definitely more focused today, given her Given her week is probably filled with many a, many a talk. However, also in attendance is Helena. Oh, immediate bow. <laughs> yeah. Much apologies to all of you to have to come so early in the morning. However, there are a few things that needed to be covered. As you are all aware, this is Helena Mirathari, Queen. Of the adamantine bastion. Mm-hmm. Sure is. <laughs> I wanted to actually personally thank all of you. Um, with the information that you were able to bring back, we were able to get a better grasp on Fallenstone's movement, at least the greater part of it. We have grown a little bit more concerned about who our allies are going to be in the near future. And quite luckily with especially you, uh, Miss Idlewyn, you've huh. opened the channels into us having a much more closer relationship with Aselsi. Oh, uh, no problem. <laughs> However, I must inform all of you one thing, and this might come as a bit of a shock. The Adamantine Bastion will have no place in this war. We will act as refuge for those who are trying to escape war and trying to find themselves uh, in and away of the threat, but unfortunately, our fight is assuring the safety of this young nation. We cannot be starting or committing ourselves to any war for the time being. But what if they send their airships to you? Then we will defend the Adamantine Bastion as we have before. But we will not be a part of this rather manufactured conflict. If Wallenstein wishes to wage war with the world, then so be it. But we will stand as independent as possible. We will assist our allies, but on the official record, we are not a part of this war. I wish to have made that as clear as possible. Now... From this point, when I leave this room, whatever decisions Harleen decides to make from this point on are of none of my immediate business, as I am far too busy assisting with the refugees that are becoming an influx to the Adamantine Bastion. That said, the best of luck to all of you. Thanks. Here's a slight bow. Thank you, Your Majesty. 
as she leaves. And that leaves Harlene to kind of lean back in the chair. Did I understand that right? We were just given a green light to do as we please. Whoa. Say that one more time. I heard chair. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) It's okay. No, you're fine. Squeaky. We were just given a green light to do as we please, especially when it comes to acting long... Independently? Independently, yes. Which means that while we are not at war with Wallenstein, we will do what is necessary to keep the peace. Medley, got it. That being said, I also have unfortunate news for the lot of you. What? Over the course of this week... Over the course of this week, a missive came for Bora. Unfortunately, he had to respond as quickly as possible to it, so... I released him of his duties in contract. So, so he's just gone? He said he didn't want to make it any more difficult than it already was. After everything we did. After everything he gave up. (laughs) He'll be fighting in his own life. Which leaves the Azure Crest in quite a pickle. One that I subsequently have found a quick solution to. Aralist, if you would please enter. And Kendra, would you like to introduce your character? Yay! <laughs> well, uh, Aralist is a very large Goliath, seven foot nine, uh, pale blue green skin, uh, brown hair, though she likes to wear a hood to uh, keep herself hidden a little bit better. And she is a fighter. She wears on her back a magical shield and bears in her hand a massive great axe. Well, Zitra just takes a step back as big, <laughs> big chunk. For the first chunk, time this campaign, chunk. Leodon can look someone in the eyes. <laughs> Dante and Zitra feeling so much smaller. <laughs> now, while she is large, Airlist does know to keep a calm, level head majority of the time. Other times. Well, you guys will probably see that in combat. <laughs> I mean, we've been level-headed mm. until Leo shoves someone into a pit of fire. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> hey. That was a perfectly strategic move right there. <laughs> he can't betray us if he's dead. You know, Fair that's up. a good point. <laughs> Aralist Stoneheart here is probably one of the most skilled battlemasters that I have witnessed over the course of my years. She is formerly, at this point, a royal guards uh, for Canis. One whom she would remember all of you, but all of you were too busy to remember her. Huh? Right. We were, um, Su- indisposed at that time. The summit, right. Oh, I, you were busy. I take no offense. Well, I'm guessing you were busy in your own right. I mean, that was a mess. It wasn't pretty, I'll say that. Oh. 
all things considered, I would hope that the lot of you get to know each other and learn to be well to each other. But right now, we're missing a crucial step as to where we move forward next. What are we doing about the Thalia Cliffs? Because even though we were told they're going to war with everybody, I feel like the Thalia Cliffs are probably going to be their first move. Purely out of spite. Hmm. Well, well, if anyone's interested, I have a free invitation to the front door. You what now, Dante? Oh, yeah, um, they wouldn't know that. <laughs> Shit, um, yeah. Quite a resourceful Not one, yeah. Right after the fucking summit, I was in personally invited by Samaya himself that I'm free to enter at any point. Front doors, no guards, don't have to sneak around or anything. Just you or all of us? So we're not letting you go alone. Well, obviously. You'd have to fight me for that one. And believe me, if he tried to lay a hand on any of you... He laid a boot on me once. Not fun. <laughs> she still feels that phantom kick to the chest. <laughs> As Dante remembers trying to stab him in the head. <laughs> that did not go well. It didn't go well it's at all. It's been a long time since then. I think we can take him now. Samuel has always been a problem now, hasn't he? Wait, as Dante just Familiar slowly voice. turns around. Oh, great! <laughs> the bitch that went missing! Sita literally jumped and almost like collided into Leo. <laughs> just that sudden voice. Sorry for <laughs> such a massive delay in my appearance. As he begins to enter through the office, all of you seeing a Alois Azure enter. Leo will fold his arms in front of his chest. Citra, I'll say. Citra does the same. guessing if you are even going to come back. It was necessary in order for me to take a step away from certain personal matters. However, what I wasn't expecting was all of you to stick your nose in them. Well, the last message you gave me was some cryptic message in a fire late at night, and then we come back to find you missing? Of course we are. I had left instructions in particular in order to assure that the flow of information would cease and then return as soon as Leodon made an announcement. I'm not exactly sure why you would move to heading to Dawning Academy, but you might have actually done something a lot better than make things worse, which is an impressive feat for most people. Certainly an impressive feat for us. Teacher still looks frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> Looks around and then it sees Erlis. You're new? Uh, I, I am. My name's Erlis. Good to meet you, sir. I'm afraid I never caught your name. Alois Azure. A pleasure. Mm. Yeah. You just missed the whole talk about Bruh having to leave us. Well, that's gonna ah, complicate a few things. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. That will definitely complicate things, but I'm uh, assuming you're you're going to be a part of the team from this point on. Seems to be the plan. I hope to do my best. 
I owe these three, and bruh, but alas, I cannot pay him back, so I might as well help these three. You don't owe us anything. Well, well oh, then, Erlist. Oh, oh, oh. You, you don't know, you don't know. Well then, Erlist, allow me to officially welcome you to the Azure Crest. I'm honored to be welcome, sir. I wish you the best of luck. Nothing that we do is sane. Hmm. I will keep that in mind. Okay. Do you keeping. smoke? <laughs> the priorities in this fucking team. <laughs> uh, no, but I'm not opposed. Listen, Dante. The one time with me was it wasn't even it wasn't even me. It's just you and bro. <laughs> Well, also now that you're done. Well, then what am I going to do with all this? And and he just sort of reaches into his coat pocket. He doesn't take it out, but he has his pocket. It gave me such a headache. I don't understand. (sighs) Right, so... On the uh, notion of business... Speaking of Samael, there are a few things that have come to mind, especially when dealing with the Thalia Cliffs. Before you continue, did you know who that red robe figure was, or is it just going to be something we found out later? Who? That red robe figure that's working, or was working with Grin and Tasha? That's Lockerell. Or as he liked to call himself, Kauru the Vile. Sounds pleasant. See, you can see that there is a pause on the face. He approached us while we were down there. While you were still missing. He wanted us to get a good favor in with Samael. In exchange for he was just gonna give up Tasha to us. I haven't heard the name of Kaurul the Vile in well over a thousand years. (laughs) He was supposed to be dead. Gone. Disappeared from the public eye. He was in the vision I saw with Sav. He was the last thing Sav fought. While destroying the Wand of Orcus. Which you wouldn't know. Sov is gone. Then looks right. to Airless. I will explain later. Airless <laughs> gives, right. we'll gives, yeah. gives a quiet nod. Just she, she, she knows that there's been a lot to this adventure. I see. I've been pretty much out of the loop for a while now, haven't I? Yeah, I have a lot to catch you up on with what happened in Excelsium. Right. Get to add kidnapping into my list of things I've done now. Been in. Well then. Let's deal with the matter at hand first and then relay to me all the information the lot of you have. As he comes over to Harleen's desk and he lays what looks like to be a black file onto it. The next name from the archives. Samael? Samael Ishgari. I want you all to know, Citra is actually really frustrated. <laughs> She's actually learning to emote better now. <laughs> Dante, Dante, um... <sighs> of course it's fucking Samael. Well, he was one of the three when he approached us before Celsium. Alright, well, Dante's gonna open the file. (laughs) It is a massive file with a large detail of information. 
less a file, more a book? Almost. <laughs> Given his connections not only with Alois Azure, but also his connections with Fulcrum Acquisitions, his connections with the Alchemist, his connections with, uh, with the Stonemaker, there is a lot that Samael is attached to. And then it comes back to you, Dante. Mm -hmm. The main part is that his stronghold is the House of Ishgari, one of the five within the Thalia Cliffs. That house is well fortified and also well defended. One of which is the vault of the Ishgaris. The vault contains what is uh, various magical items, some that are some that are older than time itself, as well as withholding what is known as the Moonlit Forge. The moon. Wait, Dante's gonna scan over. He's like, huh. However, the vault can only be opened by a key. <sighs> a key. Right. <sighs> and Fucking hell. The whole lot of the information that comes through is a lot of... A lot of his endeavors and actions. The way he has waged war, his actions as fighting against the Greater Volenstone Nation as well as a unbelievably... An unbelievable amount of detail of the people he has killed. Um, does, does it say um, whether or not he attacked that um, the art here? That not the art here, but um, that place he was going to um, when we saved the one of the heads of the house of the five houses. Like when they were call when they were calling the village to try to find him, and he was heading east, I think. Yes. Yeah. Did he go through with what he, what they said he was going to do? It clearly says so. There was a great deal of people that were killed from that effort. Alright, well... Dante kind of just, like, looks down. Just reading all of these names of people who lived. People who weren't probably weren't even involved. Alright, we need to take care of this shit head-on. Well, he kind of invited you. Yep, he kindly invited me. He's gonna regret that. And he closes the pile. Leo will... Leo will put a hand on Dante's shoulder. This is out of my realm. If you'd like... You can take point for this one. We'll follow you. Hey. We need to deal with this. Yes, but remember, as bleak as it sounds, you have quite a few people in your corner. Dante kind of like breathes out, and you can actually see 
a little bit of red starting to creep backwards. With Citra's base uh, passive insight, she will notice this, I'm assuming, right? Oh, yeah. My passive perception, I definitely do. <laughs> Leo, we know you see everything, okay? <laughs> I mean, even you, Aralis, would know that, like, some of that color is creeping back. Well, yeah. I think this would be the first time they see that color at all. Yeah. Airless is probably going to have to ask about that later. How much information was Airless given about this group? Because considering Dante's a changeling, Citra is clearly not just a tiefling. Uh, freaking Leonon's the leader, technically, of an entire clan. <laughs> well, that is an interaction uh, amongst all of you that will happen very soon. As... Mm-hmm. As the folder is left behind... Alois looks towards the lot of you. I must apologize for my lack of transparency here. As a lot of you might have managed to gather, I have my I have my quandaries and reasons for why I don't say much. Well, and she'll like pull out the little stone of uh, the stone of far speech, going. She was a lot of help too. To kind of piece a lot of these things together. Yes, Kimmy is quite the woman, isn't she? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> my my reasonings are as such. I met someone while I was there, not in any particular fashion, just. It that, started, n- that comment wouldn't just go right over Citra's head, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> it, I found somebody that, at a point, would have given me a wealth of knowledge to help us with the issue with Igwell. That lady who was technically my teacher for a little bit looked a lot like Igwell. Sablina Athard. Yeah. Which what was that all about? We got her out. Like, she was okay. She... And this might sound a little complicated or surprising. She is Igwell's sister. Are you telling me we rescued her sister? Wait. Like, not the split, like, actual no. Like, sister? actual sister? Not not a hag, in this case. Correct. She is an archfey from the Feywild. She frequently comes to this plane of existence in order to teach, well, humans exactly how to interact with the outer realms, which is what her professionality generally is. Magic is innate for her, but... The big part of it all is, is when I met her and began to understand what the circumstances functionally are, we have more chances with the information that I have and that I am preparing with against Igwell than we were without it. Well, we also found a few more things in a cell seemed to help us with that too. And Citra will rubbish into her bag and hold up the four shards. A gift from Sav. Fragments. Mm-hmm. He looks at it. You could almost tell there's a hand that wants to reach out to them. 
Oh, she'll flinch back if he tries. Yeah. He's holding himself back, but there is a innate dragon-like tendency. Ooh, for shiny! Yeah. <laughs> 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 a gift from the past. Yep. And for these, they have to be forged under what was it, blood moon? Under the the full moon, I think. Under has under moonlight f- and blessed by death. Yeah, has it was. Blessed. Yeah, it came at the cost of losing Sov. I see. Yeah, Citra like falters a little bit. Yeah, it's still only been like less than a month since that happened. Well then, it is now more beneficial than ever that all of you will be going to the Cliffs of Thalia. I would recommend spending some time preparing. The enemy you face is a powerful one, should you decide to make him your enemy. You're kind of hoping not to. Considering uh, Lockerell seems very interested in him in the first place. That is a completely different game that I'm trying to understand at the moment, but... He wants to basically raise everybody to undead, dead, whichever. His idea of peace. You can see there's a quandary on his face that kind of lasts for a while. I have other questions that I need to ask some friends, and one of them is currently in attendance, so... I'll leave you with the rest of this file and decide on what decisions you'll be making over the course of the week and preparing for what you need to prepare for. For the time being, where is Savidin? Last we left him, he was in his room, where he wants to be. Probably for the best. He has a massive emotional problem. I can go get him. He seems to trust me. No, I'll I'll deal with him privately. <laughs> Poor man. No. <laughs> <laughs> Poor little worm. <laughs> like Seacher actually feels bad for him. <laughs> the poor man Hold is them. so full of anxiety. All things aside. I'll go ahead and take care of what I need to take care of. You need to be a little careful, though. Lockerell was behind all of us. He wants to get to you. Wouldn't be the first person. As you can see, as he takes his leave, he kind of just waves the hand goodbye. See, you're just kind of like, I'm so frustrated. Well then, suppose at this point it looks like we have more than enough to give ourselves reasons to head to the Thalia Cliffs. Yep. How much time do we have? I'll say get prepared over the course of the next week. I'll send missive that we'll be having agents sent to the Cliffs of Thalia and... I'm relatively sure Yanoel will be interested in 
having you all in her attendance again. Yeah, it'd be nice to see a happier, familiar face. Yeah. Well. In the meantime, I hope all of you, again, get along. Uh, one question. Yes. Does she know about us in general? She's gonna have to know. And she's pointing to Airless. She means, like, you know, well. shapeshifter, Nephilim, you know. I imagine that would be a very important conversation to have. Okay. Especially during the time you spend. We have a week me. together to prepare. Yeah. We should spend that week to get to know each other. Pulls out a fine time. Just pulls out a massive book. Where to start? Thud. Airless points. I sometimes use it as a support beat. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, as you're all dismissed for the day, as you're left to your devices for another week to do as you wish, but for right now, for the lot of us, we're going to head to break. Yeet! <laughs> <laughs> do yeah. So, uh, glad to have you join us, Kendra. Mm-hmm. Happy to be here. Excited to see where this goes with their list. Yeah. Alrighty. So uh, we're going to take a quick 10 minute break. We'll be right back to figure out what happens after all this and how soon we'll be heading to the Thalia Cliffs. Uh, <laughs> it's your turn to suffer. Right. Alrighty. Oh boy. I hope all of you. As if he uh, hasn't already been suffering. Right. <laughs> hope to see you all in 10 minutes. <laughs> see you then. Welcome to the break for the episode. We will not make you wait long, I promise. Consider this next minute a good time to check out and do some necessities that you may do and uh, gather during this time. Gather a few snacks or preferred beverages and maybe take the time to enjoy a breath of air. Or this would be a perfect place to pause the episode before returning at a later date. This audio break will end soon, and uh, we hope you are enjoying this episode so far. Welcome back, everyone, to D6. We were ah. just discussing if this pizza exists and found out that it is our childhood pizza from elementary school. Yeah, You're welcome. No, the- I'm here to please. <laughs> I wretch. I, 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 I continuously find it funny because, like, by the time these episodes come out, they're already, like, fully edited, so nobody ever sees what happens at the beginning or, like, what happens during breaks. There's so much shit. <laughs> yeah. There, there's... They say... <laughs> They say that the, even the worst pizza is still good. Yeah. It, they haven't had this. I think it's, I think it's because it's behind, the, it's behind the nostalgia glasses, okay? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm just going to say this before we go on. If any of you go to the Monterey Bay Aquarium and want to get the pizza across the street, don't. Oh, I've been there. It's awful. It's it, the worst skip, fucking pizza on planet Earth. Skip going to the pizza place. Go straight to uh, to the uh, Olive Bar. Uh, Bubba, no, no. Go to Bubba Gumps. Go to Bubba Gumps. Yeah, go to Bubba Gumps. Mm-hmm. And then one hundred percent. 
and we're not go to sponsored, the by the way. This is just yeah. this is like haha lols. Uh, uh, this is Mrs. Personal suggestion. commentary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unless uh, Bubba Gums would like to sponsor us. Bubba Gums. <laughs> Bubba Gums sponsor us. Can you please? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> that being said, uh, as we uh, as we jump back into uh, it's say hi, Melez. The lot of you prepare over the course of the next week. Uh, a lot of you, I will allow to uh, go ahead and spend some time with each other. Let you converse among each other as a party. Well, I think we'd agree that we're like sit down as a group going. So this there's a lot behind all of us. Yeah. Um Yeah, Airlist is going to be interested in in learning as much as she should know. Of yeah. course there's a lot of things she's not going to ask. Yeah. But there's I- things that she should probably know before weird stuff happens in combat or something. I would say in this just Citra would just kind of write down quickly like, Wings and Halo, and she'd be like, I can't say this out loud, but not tiefling, technically. But that's supposed to be a secret, because bad things can happen. So when it happens, everything's okay. <laughs> it used to be a whole lot worse when I had Sov. Sorry, Leo. Alright, so... <laughs> so when your wings happen, when your halo happens, it ain't weird, it's normal. Exactly. It's And she writes okay. down the word Nephilim. <laughs> ah. Yeah, it's well. supposed to be a whole shh kind of thing, but it's gonna happen regardless. But I just ask, just don't tell anybody. Don't tell anyone about what? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. She'll like, sweetheart, sweetheart, I'm a guard. I know when to keep my mouth shut. Fair enough. I'm still sorry, though, about the first time, Leo. God. Ah, <laughs> no harm, no foul. I don't have any uh, permanent scars from that. Almost did, from what Sav eventually told me. I think he was overestimating himself just a little bit, honestly. <laughs> Did he though? I never got confirmation I from Aaron. I, taken I never got confirmation from Aaron if that guard died or not. In the like, what was it, third or fourth episode? Oh, oh I'll, I'll keep that secret. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, that that that's post game conversation. <laughs> when when we record the Leo. epilogue, we'll I'll explain everything that happened. Okay. Leo folds his arms in front of his chest and nods to himself slightly. I could have taken it. Yeah, and the only other time that really otherwise got real bad was Acelsium, which is where we were before the everything with uh, that school. Um, the point is that's all in the past now, and you've got control over it. Technically, I've always had control over it. It was Sav that I didn't. <sighs> That turned out to be more of he was protective of me and when things got really stressful it was more of like a cornered animal kind of reaction. Mm. I mean it started to get much better once we were you know, going through that whole bit on the train though I really wish it didn't come to that. But right. The, um, being stuck in the nightmare realm. The train. Yeah. But that was not good. Yeah. You're not allowed to do that again, by the way. That scared the sh- stuff out of us. She almost cursed. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> 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 
I take it you also don't like to curse much. No. All right. Noted. <laughs> Eyes blinking. <laughs> no, she, she is not cursed, okay? She doesn't curse. I will say, if I've got the chance to offer myself up in exchange for one of you, I don't think any of you could stop me. Really? <laughs> well, that depends. Physically stop, or... <laughs> You might have a chance. <laughs> it's just Dante and Citra holding onto your legs like the summit again. <laughs> Anyways, I'm done. It's that, it's that JoJo pose of, of Jotaro walking towards Dio, except Citra and Dante are on his legs. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, jeez. Leo. Eggwell. Yes. Leo. Leo. Kakate Anyways. But we're all going to be honest with you. What's coming our way is not pretty. At all. Um, uh, although y- w- you you mentioned you were the you were in the royal guard, I I was. Um, I'm I'm certain you've seen your share of odd happenings in your line of work. Well, I cannot reveal everything because well, some of it just shouldn't be said. I don't have the rights to say things like that. But that's fair enough. I, I have I have been in a few odd situations. Uh, one of which was the one that uh, you three very much helped me with, which I appreciate more than you know. Well, glad we could help. Well, <laughs> as much as we did. Kind of did. Yeah. Uh, well, nonetheless. Um, yes, I I have been a guard for quite some time. Uh, some days better than others, of course, and some days weirder than others. Uh, facing this folk, that folk, that just want to get in places that they don't need to be in. You, you find yourself also remembering that uh, one of Canis's sons, or adoptive son, is technically a red dragon that takes the form of a human every so often. The one we met. <laughs> You've had to chase that man several times away from the vault. It was a de- nearly daily <laughs> I- issue, but Benedictus is uh, special. <laughs> uh, yes, Anyways, I had to chase him off a few times. That was, uh, that was fun. Huh. Well, hi, I'm Dante. Just Dante. Professional criminal. Hey, Dante, welcome to AAA. <laughs> <laughs> I. <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Alright. I didn't mean to completely derail things. Uh, it happens here on this game frequently. Sometimes you've broken Aaron, it's fun. Dante to himself, what the fuck is a triple A? Sounds like an insurance. Hmm. Uh, no, you mind. No, you mind. Seachers just 
I'm Citra, Eidolon, but don't worry about the last name. <laughs> so, Citra, mm -hmm. Dante, and I'm afraid I never caught your name, sir? Leodin, I believe? Yes, Leodon. Leodon, gotcha. Though you can just call me Leo if you'd like. That would probably be easier. I'm I'm sorry, as much as I am a guard, remembering names is not my strongest suit. You'll get there. Faces though. Faces though I'm good at. But yes, I'm sorry, Dante, I interrupted you. Oh, uh, well, um yeah, so uh we're in we're gonna invade my brother's house. Is it really invading? Because apparently I'm a prince! You yeah. were invited! Yeah. I was invited by my brother to fucking Cliffs of Alia! Well, uh, you're just like we're nudges him a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. So there's that family shit. Yeah, let's go. Okay. You don't seem very thrilled. Is there anything I can say to help you out or. You know what? I don't fucking know. That's alright. I, I know sorry. I'm <sighs> new here, and it, it will take time for us to form more than just an allyship. Yeah. Um. Sorry, you have to, like, come in at a time when I'm still like this, as he, like, gestures to, like, all of, like, the red splotches all over him. Like, Normally I could take care of this shit myself. <sighs> She just slightly it, tilts her head at you just a bit from behind, like, hmm. I hope it ain't too rude to ask. I'm guessing the red isn't normally a part of you? No, not really. Okay. Well, um, Aerolist tries to think of something to say, something comforting, but the best she can come up with is, I hope it clears up soon. <sighs> Thinking it's more a rash than anything else. I mean, Dante okay. hasn't said anything about what he can do. <laughs> okay, uh, let me see. A rash. Oh my god. Um, hey, Aaron. How? What kind yeah. of role would that be? Since because most of the times, like when his that red can start fading away, is like if a friend says something. But since he doesn't know airless all that much, uh, what kind of role would that be? Is that like a wisdom? Is that a make? I would say that's more insight to try and gather, like, like, because here's the thing. Insight is you reading body language and understanding the subtext of words or trying to get a get a read on somebody without having to exchange emotion uh, too frequently. Oh, okay. So, especially with your own passive insight. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, I'm just going to say that a little bit more of that red starts to fade back. Yeah. It's it's going to be okay. And regardless of what happens, you have quite a bit of people rooting for you. Even, you know, your Silver Smiles family. Oh, oh, that's a new one. Um... <laughs> So a little bit of that red is going to fade back a little bit more, because now that w those words came from a friend. Um, there's also going to be a little bit of gray that that appears on, like, like, the natural tone of his skin. 
Airless is watching that happen, just like, that is one weird skin condition. <laughs> God. <laughs> Makes you know laugh a little bit. It's going to be a very weird skin condition when they don't have the same face. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> see, not, okay, so. See, you would not nudge him like, come on. Okay, so Dante, Dante's going to give out like a little chuckle. Nor- normally, if that was like he was regular, that would be like full on laughter on the floor. But that's he's just gonna be like, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I guess I guess you're right. And a little bit more red. So now we're gonna say he's at like I want to say thirty three percent red right now. Okay. And this is your badness level. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> This is your ba- yes. yeah, as you can see, size. you have abnormally high levels. <laughs> okay, yeah, so so yeah, I'm gonna say he's at 33% now. Dante okay. is now Stitch. Alright. Alright, Blue, we'll tag team. Yeah, so... Okay, so that's... All right, um, hairless. Um, we're gonna uh, have to prepare. Airless, airless, airless air, airless, airless. Sorry about there's messing that up. Airless. Um, there's a T. Oh, airless. There you airless. go. Airless. 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 There you go. Don't, don't worry. I I don't expect you to to know my name very easily. Um, if an if a nickname helps you, then by all means, uh, go ahead and make one. Um, air, airy. All right, I suppose I can respond to that. All right, well, we're going to have to really prepare in case we're going to have to fight him on his own turf. What are Hopefully we, it doesn't come. What are we going to do if he's a little bit more apprehensive? <sighs> well... Um, and we don't even know if that was really him that did that. We just heard it from Grin, and I would still hold whatever I've, he said with a grain of salt. <sighs> yes, I've come to treat every word that came out of that person's mouth with skepticism. It's all right, Leo. You at can the call very him. best of times. It's all right, Leo. You can call him a bitch. I will not. Like does- well, we all knew that. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly died like one. Alice <laughs> is watching this exchange uh, just like like a tennis match, just back and forth. Okay, um, Dante's <laughs> anger level is reeling back <laughs> to twenty percent <laughs> as he's going to laugh a little bit harder, but not at his full like rolling on the floor deal. He certainly yeah. couldn't dodge your arrows at all. <laughs> no, I couldn't. Um, no, seriously, the whole last game, you just pelted him left and right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Into so, a so, of course, we're gonna go in there. We are going to speak diplomacy. We're going to get his side of things. We're gonna find out exactly what happened. Well, if we can add them to the list of allies in this craziness, it would be nice. Yeah, but not at the risk of what he's normally been doing. Mm-hmm. We need. Well. That's another thing as he opens the file. Um, so, I was given a vision in my sleep from the moon goddess herself. 
This is where we need to forge the oh. fragments of primeval. Okay. So... <laughs> we really need to be on our best behavior then. Yeah, so... I don't know how we're supposed to get this done without him knowing, because he wants those pieces. Wait, does he want those pieces? He has you no idea. Know. You we don't, don't know. know. We just know he has a fragment. He doesn't know what we did in Aselsium. We don't oh. know if he does know somehow. He doesn't know, and he doesn't need to know. Shush. Yeah. would just kind of like pat you on the shoulder going, listen, a lot of your visions have come true, so I'm going to trust it. Yeah, there was, um, there was also this, this hammer... That was being used. I mean, um, and, and and Dante knew what that hammer was, right? You are. It's not a hammer, like an object, but it's more like a symbol alongside of the the symbol from the Moon Goddess. Okay. Well, apparently, this forge, specifically as of the God of Forge, whatever uh, his name was, I forgot. <laughs> I don't. Muradin. Yeah, Mur Murin. Uh, Moradin. Muradin. Muradin. Moradin. 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 Yeah, yeah Moradin. So... I don't think that raises a, anything to see true. <laughs> so... Uh... God. Uh, Leodon. <clears throat> Your religion. You know, uh, Moradin as one of the prime deities. Uh, he's known as the Allhammer. He is, he, he's a dwarven god of the forge. Uh, these are, this is a god that a lot of blacksmiths, dwarves, uh, and, uh, and basically even alchemists or, uh, 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 no, uh artificers, uh, would give praise to in certain times. Uh, the fact that a elven goddess such as Sahanin and a dwarven god would create something together is an odd notion to these two. Or an odd notion to you. Because most of the time, elves and dwarves genuinely don't always get along. Uh, they're very socially okay, but like, of course, behind closed doors... Uh, to each their own, but you know, in the past, elves and dwarves have never really been the most uh, cordial. Yeah. So the fact that <laughs> this forge, for yeah, the fact that this forge exists is odd to you. Odd, but it was the prophecy that was told to me by Erethus to. Okay. Don't mind me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind me. Just a chair. <laughs> it's a mimic. Uh, <laughs> um, no, teacher would pipe up, going, "Well, I mean, it's not too odd because that was what Erethus told me to do." Well, this sounds like a moonlit forge, all right. Isn't like also Sahanin and Erethus like it's all in that vision with Sav too and uh, the Raven Queen? So this seems all really well connected. This seems like a very pointed vision. The gods are going, "Hey, do this, please!" <laughs> <laughs> all right. Big neon sign. Eat. 
And I did take up the blacksmithing during the whole Dawning Academy stint. Alright. So, so we're gonna have to really um, sell ourselves to the Thalian Cliffs. It's not even that. We really have to make sure we can trust your brother, or at least whomever, because we can't just walk around with fragments out in the open. You know, yeah. or hey, don't ever come in here while we're doing this. Especially with how he goes about things. Right. Well, let's start getting prepared for it then. Alright. So, as you spend time with each other over the course of the week and begin to prepare, is there anything that you guys would like to do uh, on your individual time uh, preparing or anybody that you would like to interact with before the week is up? Well, if if Dante is still dealing with the red and stuff, I think Seacher would have pulled him aside. Um, yeah. Strictly because we all saw it happening down in the Dawning Academy, too. Really bad. Yeah, that was just really bad. I mean, you got to take your anger out on Grin, but it's still there, apparently, and Seacher assumed it was the whole Ragnarok thing, but clearly not. Clearly not. This is just something Dante has had, or dealt with as a, like, it since he was a teenager. Yeah. Seacher is gonna... Yeah, Seacher would tug you aside, she'd be like, you're not okay, are you? And she's staring at you with those big anime eyes. <laughs> Dante's gonna look down. He's gonna be like, "No, Citra, I'm not." Well, it's okay to not be okay, but considering how delicate this is gonna be for you and the situation, I think maybe it's time you come with me into the training room and maybe get some of this out. <sighs> No weapons, well, no magic, <laughs> just you and me. <laughs> Dante's gonna get a flashback of Menos um, when they first met. He's going to remember that, like, he was actively avoiding um, the silver smiles before mm. he was taken in. It was oh. a lot of, um, there were, because there was a lot of, like, back and forth of who's taking whose loot and who's part of whose crew, and Dante was working alone. And he just remembers, like, Menos, like, slowly trying to take him under his wing. Hmm. <sighs> Alright. Trust me. As someone who's still figuring out their own emotions, I can tell when you need to kind of get them out when they're a little too frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And Dante's gonna follow a Citra. Considering Dagek showed her a training room anyway, it's probably the best one there. That's a little out of the way from prying eyes. Yeah. You guys uh, quickly find yourself in a small training room. And... It's, it's clear. It's not being used. Yeah. You know, Seacher would obviously, like, the bag comes off, she puts the staff down, she's like, it's just you and me. You're not going to hurt me, I promise. I'm not as uh, flimsy as I used to be. Seven. Now, how does sparring go for you in this one, Aaron? <laughs> uh, 
So pretty much sparring works uh, much like how we were uh, working out sparring from uh, Heroes of the Veil. Basically, damage is uh, twice over, and it is non-lethal. Yeah, and in this case, we're not using spells, so yeah. this is just okay. purely physical. It'd be a little unfair in some cases with some of the spells that either of us know. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. So are we rolling initiative? Yeah. Yeah. Damn it! Ten. Fifteen. All right. Siege goes first. Yep. So it's Ready, just fight. all unarmed strikes. So. Okay. Unarmed strike. Where are the all right. There we go. Sixteen. What's your armor class, though, from what I remember? Oh, uh, it's a 14. Alright, so she's gonna hit you. So that's 4, so doubled is 8. And then the second hit is another 16. <laughs> yep, that's good. That he, that's gonna hit. So that's another 8. <laughs> Roll two twos in a row. Damn. Two, six, ten, yeah. she, I don't think she's gonna use the uh, flurry of blows on him, though. That's not really that fair. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You... They're they're fighting a monk. That's why I'm saying yeah. Rogue is Rogue is fighting monk. Yeah. Okay, well He's not really good at unarmed strike. Let me see. Let me uh, That's all we're doing is unarmed strikes. She's just yeah. Alright, and then Verdante is gonna Uh eighteen. Will hit. Will hit, but just do the damage and double it. Oh. It's just gonna be straight zeros. <laughs> oh. yeah, I don't. I don't get. I don't get to fucking roll. <laughs> there is no striking. Uh, so I guess maybe it would be like a wooden sword or something. Just to be fair, Aaron. Uh, I'll, I'll say for the sake of the for the sake of the record, um, considering you guys decided it was going to be hand to hand. Yeah. Uh, okay. With Dante, though, for the just kick my ass. <laughs> yeah. She wants you, you to kick her ass to get that frustration out. That's why. I mean, Dante, <laughs> you are landing hits. It's just that it's not doing anything to see true. It's not. Shit. It's not as well skilled as a monk. Yeah. But the whole point is to fuel that frustration through. You know. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you're landing, but it's just get that frustration out, roleplay-wise, you know? <laughs> okay. And she is proving to the point you're not gonna hurt her. <laughs> okay, and then, uh, what was it that we said it was? It was insight, so I'm just gonna throw insight. Um, okay, so that's gonna decrease it. I'm gonna say by five. Five uh, percent, so now we're down to fifteen percent. Yep. So, like, it, even if it's just, you know, as you're going through it, I would assume, like, Dante's probably just eventually gonna start venting or something, or just straight up making just frustrated noises, you know, screams or whatever, just get it out. Yeah. Okay, so... Did that not, like, move you at all? No, you'd be surprised what Dagex put me through. Okay. (laughs) Come on! (laughs) (laughs) Do it like you need it! Come on! Come on! Fuck! <laughs> God! <laughs> so you get like your second hit, you know, like just you have to still roll to still hit her. Okay, I'm just gonna. 
I'm just gonna just, uh, boop, boop, boop. Okay, so 17. I'm just guessing that land. <laughs> it does. Yeah. yeah. It does hit, so that's gonna be a. <laughs> a zero. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> and wait, wait, I have to do another one. There we go. Yeah. Okay, 12. Does that land? No. No. Okay. Mrs. Trips. Her 19 Fall. just comes around. She ducks and swings around and hits you. <laughs> so that's okay. six in total. And then she's... <laughs> six in total. 16 okay. again. <laughs> Damage. Okay. The 16. Okay. So that's 12 in total there for two hits. <sighs> <sighs> All right. He's going to get up and then try again. And let's see if that hits. Uh, 21. <laughs> 21. Yep. 21. That's a whole zero, baby! <laughs> <laughs> the point is, is he's it. able to vent at her without causing harm. Yeah. Okay, he's like, ah! <laughs> <sighs> okay. You alright? Do you want to keep going? You still mad? I think, no, I think, I think I'm good. It just sucks. It just sucks. She'll just walk right up to you then and just little pap to the forehead and heals you. <laughs> okay, how much does he heal? You get eight. You get eight, okay. Eight. For now, you know, it's... And she'll just kind of, like, sit him down. He's like... It's gonna be a lot. But if anything, with all the crap we've been through, you're gonna be okay. I know... Besides, I may not know much about Samael, but and she'll like poke you in the heart going, you have something better in there anyway. <sighs> I just... It's just like, I don't understand. I don't understand, like, why I was taken away. I don't understand why all of this is happening. It's just... Well... It just sucks that everything is the way it is. Yeah. A lot of these things were connected. I didn't even know Azure was the one that split me and Sav when I was five. But we're probably going to find out more while we're there. Just like everything else that's been happening. But you have to be open to accepting what's going to be told to you. Yeah, well, luckily I've got a good read on people, so hopefully he tells the truth. Well, and besides, I got this fun little spell here. Zone of truth. <sighs> well, remember, that spell, he'll also know you're casting it. Well, I'm not gonna lie to him. I'm At least yours is less violent about it. Mine, I have to punch yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um. <sighs> it just sucks that Bra's not here. I know. I didn't think we'd have to say bye to him so soon. And so unceremoniously, that's so frustrating. I know, right? At least I thought we'd have, like, a smoke session. He can't smoke. Oh, yes, he can. Whether or not he can feel the effects is a different story. Isn't that a little mean? Yeah, I guess that is a little mean, huh? (laughs) 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 <laughs> it's, it's like, like it's like the dawning of the realization. <laughs> like he's like so much pain over that. Yeah. <laughs> Sansa's gonna be like look over to Citra with that like that sneaky, stupid little look of his. 
What's going on in that head? <laughs> Dante, <laughs> last time you? you guys made me, it gave me such a headache. Hey, can you convince, uh, can you convince Leo to have a session with me? He's bought that stuff, so I don't think it'd be too hard of an ask. <laughs> only, only, if you don't make fun of me. Okay, I won't make fun of you. And in return, <laughs> let me tell you a little secret. Huh? If you want to get on a rogue's good graces, steal something from his pockets without noticing. And he's going to get up and start walking away. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll chase after you like, what did you just steal from me? <laughs> <laughs> what? what wait, one sec. Uh, sleight of hand. <laughs> Okay, 17. Did it work? Uh, what do I have to roll for that? Uh, technically a uh, perception. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. But the fact is that you told her and she's like, wait a minute. So it takes her a minute. <laughs> what, so what did I... So, Aaron, I'm going to leave it up to you. What did I steal from Citra? <laughs> I'll message it to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could have stolen one of the diamonds or whatever. <laughs> the, the, the shards of primeval. <laughs> no, she that wasn't even on her. She, remember, she took that stuff off. Yeah. Um, she, her flute. Ooh, her flute's usually on her. Well, Aaron's going to decide. Yeah. Are you messaging me? Oh, he's texted. Uh, message. Oh, there we go. Oops, sorry. Didn't mean to click that. <laughs> She'd still go after you and tackle you, that's for sure. It's <laughs> like, hey! Hey, hey! What did you take? <laughs> You'll find out later. She's just You'll latched onto his back at this point. <laughs> what did you take? <laughs> Why would you tell her to steal from Dex? <laughs> oh, God. So, uh... As the two of you complete your sparring, I'm going to consider that your action for the week. Leodon, what would you like to do? Oh, yeah. Well, um, I would like to see if I could buy some potions while we're preparing. Yeah, sure, man. Ah. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He made it to the bastion, didn't he? <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> did, oh. did you follow us <laughs> <laughs> straight from the straight from the cloud top up to here, man? <laughs> He's been following us in the background. Like, where's Waldo the whole time? <laughs> they fucking hired me in the EOS, yeah. man. <laughs> it's legal up here, man. <laughs> Who knew that getting high meant metaphorically and physically? <laughs> I would like to purchase some health potions. <laughs> About a hundred gold pieces each for a normal health potion. I'll buy five. Alrighty. Jesus Christ. He's loaded. <laughs> <laughs> Locked and loaded. <laughs> I would like to buy a gun. A what? <laughs> oh, hey, a gun! <laughs> I have um, never opened this drawer before. Oh, wow, a gun! 
god. Well, would you look at that? <laughs> Alright, so you get your uh, your uh, healing potions? My five healing All potions, right. yes. And then I would like to find Aerolist. Oh boy! Axe buddies! <laughs> uh, you would probably find her uh, uh, either... I, I'd imagine somewhere within the within the main district of the EHS, and probably not doing much as you know, her guard duties have uh, been relieved, and more into doing agency work. Well, given she hasn't been actually doing any agency stuff, yeah, she's probably she's probably going to be. Uh, there's two places you could find her. Either she's in the training room, but currently uh, the training room is occupied. Uh, so she would probably be sitting in a quiet spot somewhere, uh, probably probably sharpening her axe. Uh, Gotta keep that thing sharp. You probably find yourselves with the blacksmiths, uh, Dugar and Igor and uh, Greta. Ooh. Yeah. They sound fun. They're all dwarves. <laughs> You are Aerolist massive. Already likes them. <laughs> just like, like honing, uh, honing the blade. It's just like, like, oh, it's it's perfect steel, but like, it, like it's 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 steel that we don't currently have. <laughs> well, so long as it still comes out sharper, I'm happy. Yeah, oh, it's just it's well balanced, really. It's I. I'm glad that you were getting a good look at it. Uh, Greta, uh, how's the, uh, how's the new leather working coming along? Uh, it should be done in a day. It should be done in a day. Alright, I suppose I can come back then. Oh, well, you know, just, you know, keep going at it. I'm sure that you could probably get at least eh, a few more anatomy errors off of that, yeah. All right. If you no, want to sharpen, want... if you want to sharpen this further, then by all means, have fun. No, you're but doing I... great. All right. <laughs> and then Leodon, as you come over, is just like <laughs> everyone's just appreciating the axe. <laughs> oh, speaking of axes, look at this big guy. Airless <laughs> would look up. Hello again. Airless would look up and. Just wave a greeting, just like Leon or Leo Dan. Leo, good to see you. <laughs> I said you could just call me Leo. I'm still learning. Just give me a break. Trust me. Out of the three of us, I'm gonna be the least on your case about whatever you call me. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, what brings you down here? I'm just working on my axe myself. Well, Seeing as how most of my axes are of the uh, magical nature, they don't exactly need to be sharpened. Uh, but I was just looking around for you because I figured I should probably drop off this armor that I'm not actually using. It's just weight that I'm carrying around. Well, that's that's awful nice. Mind if I see it? Mm. Yes, I've got some scale mail right here, and I've got some half plate 
as well. If that's better than you currently are wearing, then you're more than welcome to it. Currently, she's equipped with uh, some chainmail. Chainmail? Then the half plate will definitely be uh, up your alley. I think so. Uh, Half plate is slightly higher than chainmail, I think. What, how much AC does Chainmail give you? Uh, 16? Uh, yes, AC 16. AC 16. Uh, then no, half plate is actually worse. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I'm sorry, what was that other one you had? The, uh, scale mail? Uh, scale mail, yeah. That's, uh, another step backwards. Yeah. Well, I appreciate the offer, but, um, I'm honestly... Rather fond of my chainmail, she says, uh, thumbing thumbing over some of the exposed chain on uh, on one of her arms. Hmm. That's heavy stuff right there. Um, Duger, Eager, you think you could take these off my hands for a reasonable amount? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. You see, as uh, as uh, Duger comes over, it's just like. Ah, it's, yeah, it's usually uh, it's decent steel. Nothing that uh, nothing that I'm too unfamiliar with. Uh, toss you around uh, 150 gold pieces for the bow. 150 gold pieces for uh, each or for both of them. Uh, each. Ah. It's steel is still uh, steel. I probably do yeah. that. Steel is still steel, and you know, maybe we might be able to send the armor off into some of the lads over in the other districts. Hi, give somebody else uh, an upgrade, if you will. Absolutely. I can, ima- right. I can imagine a few that might need you it. You got any? Um, you got any full plate back there? I, I'm sure we do. Is that something that you're? Gonna be neaten. Well, we are going into an unknown territory here. Uh, how much would that run me if I were to be in the market for full plate? Let's see here. Uh, da, da. Oh no, it's the other one. My mistake. Ah. Oh, it's not even on this one. I need to fix that. Yeah. Oh, Aaron. I know. I I try and make sure. Try and make my my DM screen as uh, functional as possible. Hold on. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So full plate, right? Full plate. All right. It's going to cost you about 1,500 pieces. 1,500? And subtract the scale mail and the half plate. I'm not the best That'd at be math. 150 each. I'm not the best at math. I think that brings you down to... 1,200? Uh, yeah, 1,200. 1,200? Yeah. 150 for each piece and then, yeah. 
1500 is full plate. So 1200. Yeah. I'll give you these other two armors that I'm not wearing. Excellent. I think I can swing that. All right. Uh, make sure you get to fit it to her. Airless blinks. What? <laughs> well, you're part of the Azure Crest now. You're going to be in the thick of it. I figure chain isn't going to be quite uh, sufficient. And then he pulls out his uh, coin purse and he slides uh, 1,200 over the counter towards Green Eager. Well, I guess we gotta spend some time sizing you up, then. Well, I suppose I should put my axe down, then. Uh, Alright, let's see what we do, can immediately get fit into you. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know what to say, but thank you, Leo. He, uh, in, in perfect giant, he responds, you're very welcome. Airless did not expect this. But she <laughs> nods and she gives a little smile, just like, yeah, okay. Thank you. This, this, this is a wonderful gift. Uh, I suppose <laughs> I suppose a welcome gift to the party. <laughs> sure. You can think of it like that. Though I'm honestly a bit shocked that you weren't given some better armor in your previous occupation. What you mean? This 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 is I made it myself. I'm I'm rather proud of this. Oh, you made it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of work went into it, but I, I'm, I'm sure I'll hang on to it for sentimental reasons. But I'm sure for practicality, uh, full plate is better. Oh well, I, I, I didn't mean any offense. Oh, no, no, uh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm not offended. Uh, truth be told, uh, this chainmail made quite a while ago, so I, I suppose I am due. Well. I suppose with that, uh, yes, this is uh, an official welcome to the team. And Airless is not sure what else I've... to say, but she offers <clears throat> her hand in a handshake, just like, thank you very much. He shakes her hands firmly. And uh... I've been in charge of this group of ragamuffins for uh, a while now, so if you need anything, please let Stop me know. Stop just sne- you know, sneezing somewhere. I think someone's talking shit about us. <laughs> 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 what the fuck is a ragamuffin? <laughs> uh, Airless, Airless gets a chuckle after out of the uh, ragamuffin comment, and it's just like, I'll be sure to let you know. For now, though, I believe I got three doors I need to, to get my measure. Yep. I... <laughs> I'll leave you In the to background, that. it's just Dante running with Seedra clinging to his back. Give it back! <laughs> <laughs> he opens the door, he sees them run past. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed. <laughs> Alright. Well then, as uh, that will hopefully uh, cover everybody uh, for the week. As... The days go by and you gather uh, whatever last supplies that you need to gather. The day of bed comes by and as the early morning begins you begin to hear 
some chatter as the lot of you begin to uh, come up to the main floor of the EHS here. Sutra now fitting on her jacket that she finally got. <laughs> and Airless sporting her very shiny, very new plate armor. Yeah. Well, that looks nice. Which I'm going to add to my equipment here so that <laughs> I can replace my chainmail with it. Yeah. Now your AC is 20 and I have to reprint this goddamn <laughs> thing again. <laughs> Thank you, Leo. Got him. <laughs> Well, you gotta you gotta fix something on there anyway. So oh yeah, the, the, every, everything has to always be fixed. Um, as but the yes, morning uh, starts, though, you begin to hear a few shouts and yells. What? Yeah, secrets up in an instant. Yeah, Airlist is uh, quick to go to a window or see what's going on. Aerolist, from what you can see outside of the window, especially for your home, you see several airships just barely on the horizon coming towards the Adamantine Bastion. I'm assuming the rest of us can see from where we're usually housed if we got up. Yep. As... We're seeing this, right? I don't like the look of this. <sighs> okay. As right, stepping, well, that's best uh, not to panic. <laughs> stepping over to all of you as you're all kind of just witnessing at the top of the EHS here. As Harleen enters the room. Looks like the war has finally come to us. It's going to be a little difficult getting you all out of here, but we can certainly try. You want us to leave now? I assume the Adamantine Bastion is going to make their position known. Very well known. As you can see with one of the other large airships coming out of the Adamantine Bastion, you can see what is a beautiful blue and platinum design, which is Candace's personal airship. Bahamut. Oh, shit. Bahamut. <laughs> this should give us an opportunity sorry, to move out as quickly as possible. so much. <laughs> They should give us an opportunity to move out as quickly as possible. Let's get you on your airship and then get you down to the Thalia Cliffs quickly. Uh, right. Okay. You don't have to tell us twice. Are you sure things are going to be alright up here? Yeah. I will assure you that if any individual or any nation decides to wage war with us, especially in our home turf, they will find themselves swiftly falling out of the sky. As you can see, she is preparing her own armament and taking you all out into the main streets. As you guys are walking along, you can see what are the faces of many a scared pe- uh, many a scared people. But there's also a level of confidence as you see that not only is Canis's airship uh, in the sky, you can see that there are multiple smaller airships that this entire nation has built over the course of the past 50 years. As you guys finally make yourselves to the Americal port, you see with what looks like to be a, uh, a familiar face of Dredger peeking over the side. 
All right, now, uh, sorry to have to ask you all this, but I need you to quickly get onto the ship before they start trying to make any, uh, nasty business. Yeah. You got a treasure. Um, Citra would just kind of look to Harleen going, Tell Dagex he better be careful. Please. I'll let him know. In the meantime, all of you stay safe. Come back to- come back to me alive. Easy peasy. Sure as fuck try. As a lot of you walk up through the gangplank and the airship begins to rev itself awake, you all slowly make your way downwards. And for a while you can swear that the air is still and the wind does not whip, but in the far off distance, just so barely do you hear the blast of a cannon. Citra flinches immediately. Airlista puts a steadying hand on Citra's shoulder. They got this, Les. We're good. We're good. Mm-hmm. As the lot of you spend the next several days making your descent and flying over the lands you can see just in the far off distance what looks like to be fires and smokestacks that reach out of towns and cities you can see airships just constantly making rounds over the nation's ridges you can see not too far in the north end the war has been brought to Lobondal, Vale, Lycia Bay, Orakani. And this fight is massive. As the new day begins as Dredger carefully tries to make sure that he doesn't cross any unwanted airship parties. You guys finally make your descent and reach the Thalia Cliffs, where you can see they are equally facing down massive airships as well as an entire battalion outside of their city walls. Heavily fortified and defended, you can see trebuchets and cannons battering back the onslaught of various warriors and soldiers. As you wave your flag to indicate of your of your neutrality, you are given entrance to the airship port here in the Thalia Cliffs. As a lot of you begin to exit out through the airship, you can see as Dredger looks towards all of you. I'm really sorry to have to ask uh, to tell you all this, but I think I'm more useful up there than I am down here. We understand. 
We're not the ones getting bombarded by cannon fire, so I agree. You do more than enough for us, Dredger. Plus, your friend's up there, from what I remember. I figured you'd rather be there with them. I think they're going to do just fine. But... If there's a chance for you guys to come back up as soon as possible, you let me know, alright? Will do. Will do, Dredger. Just get back safely. He kind of gives you all a nice big pat on the head with his giant minotaur hand. <laughs> Massive. <laughs> and you can see as all of you disembark and the airship uh, raises back into the air, you have all entered what is this beautiful red-bricked city. Uh, almost industrial in its own uh, in its own weird way <coughs> and as you stand there in the port a familiar face of Noel comes to all of you Noel you uh, made it all right <laughs> it is good to see all of you again as you can imagine the entrance must have been bumpy and the sight not as welcoming no and they're already we're already facing the same thing back at the Bastion now. Uh, it was thanks to the Bastion that we were given fair warning. However, Samael is currently preoccupied with war efforts, but as I would imagine, he is a welcoming individual in these times. Yeah. <sighs> Where yeah. is he now? He's in your home. His skin kind of creeps, like, thinking of that, like... Because even though it, he's, she says the word home, it's never been his. Yeah. Teacher kind of gives you a rub on the back. And just as a reminder, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well then, shall we head to the Ishgari house? <sighs> yeah. To the Ishgari house. Lead the way. Leo gives a, a sort of a pat on the back towards Dante and motions forward as if to say lead the way, it's your show now. Right. <laughs> as he starts he, he straightens up but well, it wouldn't be in his hand, it would still be on his back and he's just like time to see what home is. All as right. he starts following uh, Noel. Alright, as a lot of you uh, begin to slowly make your way through Thalia, you can see this beautiful city that has definitely uh, has definitely at some point probably seen worse times, but also you can see that it is fortified and you can see what are many a heavy ordinance that have been uh, symbols that the city has represented over the past 150 years. You make your way through the city and you can see with what looks like to be almost like a small rounded area near the top of uh, these cliff sides before the road reaches out further into the cliff. You can see the main house is what is the massive uh, Ishgari house, a, a literal mansion, if you will. And to the next of them, almost 
similar in a lot of ways, but you can see each house crest is different and represents that Goodness me. that style as well. Impressive. Mm. So he's gonna kind of look around. He's like, I used to rob places like this. Funny, isn't it? Rather <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. fancy. <sighs> As the gates open and you find yourselves walking into the main foyer, you are met with a warm home, but sadly also in its own way kind of empty and not very active. I'm sure he'll uh, make himself known soon enough. He usually does. Yeah, I can say that. Is there a bell we need to ring, or a door to knock? He'll approach, eventually. I think for the time being, we should just at least try to relax, given the circumstances. Uh-huh. Dante's gonna kind of just, like, look around. Sure. Likewise, I think Airlist will pick a spot and just keep an eye on the room, just observe. So... From each of your guys' uh, passive, Dante, the first big thing that you would notice is a big family painting. A a very uh, a very uh, normal looking human man. Uh, especially the way he looks. But the most obvious thing that kind of gives him away is his eyes. And the way that his hair is uh, is very shortened and kind of kind of just made up for uh, for the sake of this painting. Mm-hmm. And next to him is a woman with that bright red hair that you have. A very calm, very serene, almost elegant features. And to their side, uh, as she sits and he stands, to their side are two young sons, very uh, newborn, and sleeping and resting and at peace. Aw, you are so small. <laughs> Damn, is that what I used to look like? <laughs> Apparently. I believe we all I believe we all bear, bore some resemblance to that when we were little. <sighs> Seacher flashbacks of her five year old self going feral. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm guessing those are my parents. <laughs> yeah. You definitely look like your mom. I wonder if she's still here. And you can see as Yanoel approaches. Well, it was your mother's side where you get a lot more of your skills and abilities, much like your brother. Your father was different. He was a human, so nothing exactly too special, but the way he spoke, he was a leader. He was very passionate. By the gods, I wish you met him. 
Hmm. Nah, it's too bad he went missing. He didn't go missing, he was killed. Killed? Yes, your father. During the night of the fire, when you were taken. He was trying to protect, well, Sam. Managed to hide him away, keep him quiet. But in his efforts, he was lanced down. A message and a warning to the Cliffs of Thalia to not make so many demands of Greater Volenstan and would birth the history of the Cliffs of Thalia for their greatest disdain in this ongoing war for the past 25 years. So, as you can imagine, your brother would find that information to be quite defining towards his personality and his worldview. I imagine so. Sounds like a good man. I'm guessing the goddess has seen his soul depart in peace. Sure, too. And you begin to hear what is a large step and almost wood-like creak in the floor as a lot of you turn and see a shorter red-haired man pulled back, but it's definitely uh, it's definitely kept in a certain design. And obviously these uh, this large red uh, red suit, almost as if he has been constantly in uniform this entire time and has not been able to relax. That's Much apologies. <laughs> Much apologies for my delay in insurance. I had other matters to attend to. We could see you've been quite busy. <laughs> yes. Well then, dear brother, glad to see you made it safe and sound. Uh, something seems... Does Dante notice that something's different? You can tell, at least from immediate insight, that he is trying to remain impressive. Gotta keep appearances. Yeah. Um, Samael, um... I decided to take you up on your invitation. Yes. Um, sorry for it to be at a time like this. I'm glad that you managed to return home, especially in wartime, but any time is better than none. Um, on that uh, note, um, I think I need to speak with you about something very important. Before you do, Yana well, as she looks and almost comes to attention, we need some fortifications to the southern wall. Please attend to it, if you will. Yes, sir. She kind of just pats your back. I'll see you all later. Be safe. Be safe. Well then. Curiously, there is somebody of an unfamiliar face here. Uh, Bra got pulled away from us before we could come here. Um, this is Airless. 
Erlista straightens her back, recognizing some authority with this figure. My name is, uh, is Erlis Stonehart. I am uh, with the company now, and uh, I'm pleased to make your acquaintance, sir. Pleasure to make your acquaintance as well. Well then, uh, as sad as it is to see one of your allies gone, it is good to see at least another take their place. Yeah. Well, first order of business before we have our conversation. Uh, Dante, I'm relatively sure Mother would like to see you. Oh. As he has his chest kind of like tightens up. Again, Citrus just got your hand on uh, her hand on his back, just kind of like gives it a firm like grip, like it's okay. Just yeah, one um, step at a time. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm guessing she might recognize even this face. She's Given a mom. She this, she has. <laughs> I, um, yeah, um, oh god, uh, oh goddess, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, um, yeah, see, we'll see her, okay? Um, yeah. <laughs> Take a deep breath, you'll be fine. <laughs> as he begins to walk through the house as a lot of you kind of slowly follow close behind, Okay. Any questions you guys want to ask before uh, really begin to have any more conversations? Uh, there's just the one question. Citra's just like, "Did you really kill the here? Um, <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> Dante is like, uh, so um, I, we we heard something when we. Did something. Um, did you? All right, fuck it. Did you kill the art here? Grint Nozdrin told us that you did. As the lot of you uh, continue walking up the stairs, you can kind of see him. <laughs> no, I certainly did not kill the art here. Leo's infinite insight. Is that truth? <laughs> insight. <laughs> yeah, make a... Share with me your secrets. <laughs> yeah, Dante's going for it, too. Uh, 21. 21? Alright. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> 26. Airless does not have such insight, and thus we'll... We'll, uh... We're the insight-heavy team. <laughs> yeah. As he does give off this laugh, wisdom team, you get the feeling that he is definitely telling the truth. There is, he probably has more explanation to it, but also that laugh kind of gives way to. There might have been a notion that, goddamn, he wish he did it himself. We kind of expected that, but yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So it was all, all right, well, malarkey. <laughs> but then. But then that begs the question is, what started this war? Who started this war? Grin? Seemed to have been doing all of that. Remember, he was controlling the art here. Who killed the art here exactly? Someone that clearly either looked like Sam, or... I don't know, there are spells to do that too? I'm relatively sure with the way magics are. Somebody could have easily have disguised themselves as me, especially if they might have been in attendance at the Peace Summit. This is not a wholly unfamiliar face. Isn't that right, Dante? It was the one that got you put into the dunes, after all. 
Yeah, that's also yep. a story. Yep, it is the face that got me into the dunes. As you all reach to the stair top, you can see that there is a kind of a sitting area. And is he stops a lot of you. I must apologize, but only like for Dante to enter beyond this point. It's not that I distrust any of you. It's, this is a family matter, of course. We understand. Well, don't expect me to come out of here balling. We'll be on the other side if you need us. <sighs> just gonna straighten out. Just gonna breathe. like, kind of, just kind of like, <laughs> do his hair a little bit. All right, time to see mother. And he's going to push through the door quietly. <laughs> and as he pushes through the door, and you enter alongside with Sam, you enter a room that is kept in pristine condition. And what looks like to be this very large window that looks out into the ocean side. As sitting there in a bed, almost like a sickened woman. See what looks like to be a pale-skinned and long, white-haired individual. What a, a form that a changeling has when they take no form. Almost as if she had given up on appearances. As the door closes and you can see she's just staring out into the sea. It kind of creeps Dante out because it is what he thinks an image of a ghost looks like. And... <laughs> And of course, you already know his fear of ghosts. <laughs> yeah. As <laughs> as he slowly approaches, and he, he's gonna like kind of whisper, "She doesn't look the same as when she was in the painting." As Sam looks you in the eye, there's a reason for that. And he goes over Beatrice. Your son is here. As the head slowly turns, you can see a face that has given no emotion, almost as if this person is an empty husk. As if there's nothing giving will. Uh, uh, hey, um... Uh, it's me, your your son, um, Dante. As you see as the head slightly tilts to the side. Um, you know, I'm the son you, um, sent to Valenstan for some... Goddess forsaken reason? Virgil, is that you? Uh, uh no. Uh, uh, he's just like kind of scratching his head. No, um, 
No, it's your son. You begin to see that the face slowly turns from blinkless to sadness. And your mother begins to wail violently. And you can see as Sam begins to try and struggle to calm her down. It's like, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Dante, please leave. Uh, okay, um... And she's just screaming at this point, staring at your face. Dante just kind of, like, exits the room, like, really quickly, and then just kind of closes the door behind him. Yeah. And down the hallway, you, a lot of you can see Dante just distraught and the screams of a woman coming out of the room. Seacher wouldn't hesitate. She'd run up to him, seeing that look on his face. She's like, hey, 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 what's going on? Uh, I don't think she's all there. Um, Trauma, right? Yeah, um, she thought I was my father. Um, She's been through a lot, too. Clearly. Yeah, I imagine so. Are you okay? Um... I don't know. This she feels awkward. As the wailing begins to die down and see a, a couple of the maids begin to also enter the room. Exiting out, you can see as Samael reaches the hallway, you can see as he kind of just realigns his coat and stares at you. I would have thought she would have been much happier or improved. You seem to be wrong. How long has she been like that? As long as I've known her. She's... Well, from what Yanoel told me, she was... She reached a level of depression that can only be defined as postpartum. Then the grief of losing father, and then losing one of her own sons, and then her home burning. She hasn't been right since. All we've been able to do is just take care of her, be sure she's comfortable. I'm so sorry. She's just a daily reminder of why I fight the way I fight. And what battles I'm willing to commit to. Looking at you, Dante. Mm -hmm. One I would imagine that you would understand is why I do what I do. Don't. I don't understand. Then perhaps I can request the notion that we spend a bit of time to understand a little bit better. You're all welcome guests here within the Cliffs of Holia. Okay. You're all welcome guests to my home. 
If there is anything that you could possibly need of me, do not hesitate to ask, but understand that we are under siege. Yeah. There's quite a bit that we know of about what's going on with that. All right. We certainly well, don't expect sunshine and rainbows. No. Yeah. Well then, I guess there's only getting to the business of it then. Yes. There's a forge that we are searching for. There's a forge in this house that we are searching for. Come with me. As he leads you all down far, far, far below the house. As you reach back to the first floor and then what is initially what you thought would have been a basement floor is basically a gate to a cellar that leads further down below the house. Just, you just be like, you don't have a big ear waiting down here, do you? <laughs> I can assure you, no. Okay. <laughs> and as you reach towards the bottom of these staircases, a lot of you see with what looks like to be this massive black steel vault with what looks like to be a large arcane symbol that sits at the center of it with what looks like to be an impression towards the center. Wow. Ooh. Hmm. There is the family vault. So I have long. This... Sorry, go ahead. It's fine. I have long since had wondered what is beyond its walls, and a lot of you—you've never been in it. I never could get into it. I don't have the key. Right. Dante does. Right. What? What? Huh? Wait. One more time. You have the key. Wait. What do you mean? I have the key. Well, half of it. As he shows the bracelet with what looks like to be that black moonstone. Oh, oh, uh, oh, 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 well, I, the one that has Virgil in it? Yeah, um, oh, I didn't, I never knew this thing was something like a key. I mean, you were a kid, like, real young when this whole went down. Yeah, why would... Well, if this is the key, why was I sent away with it? Safekeeping seems to be a big thing here. <laughs> Your friend would be in the right here. It was a few years after I had grown of age to understand things a little bit better. Aloise being a close ally to Vithali Cliffs, he explained to me that the other half was with, well, my other half. So, that's what I really want you here for. I need you to help me open the vault. So that way we can finally forge the weapons to win this war. Oh, so you know about that. About what? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay, so... So we're not really looking to forge more weapons for war. We're trying to... We're trying to 
And we're trying to keep a deity from basically killing everyone. Just say Igwelf. Igwelf. We're, we, we're trying to kill Igwelf. We all start dealing with Calrul the Vile at the same time in the Wand of Orcus. And you should already know who Calrul the Vile is. You went after him. Lockerell. Truth is, is that my goals here have always aligned in the notion of defeating Greater Volenstone. They have been a threat to us for so long, have oppressed our people, have killed several others just to have their way, the way they wanted to be, controlled. But it wasn't them. The art here wasn't... The art here was being controlled. Let me ask you something, Dante. Who would be the most complicit in this notion? Think of every single High Lord, every single congressman and woman in Valfor. Think of everyone that wants what they want. They want this war. They voted for it. The fact that all the instigation, they just want a reason. They want our weapons. They want this forge. They want to take over everything. But it doesn't have to be this way. Because what? Say we make these weapons from the forge. Then what will happen? Will it just end at Valenstan? It will end at Valenstan. It has to. Because if they aren't stopped, what then? They're willing to go farther. They are willing to fight endlessly in order to get what they want. What weapons are you intending on forging for this? From what I can gather, Various kinds of weapons can be forged here, but most notable are the the blessings that the weapons can be given, just from the forge itself. Its its power is unimaginable, which is why it was entrusted to the Ashgari family to protect. Various items and weapons have been made coming out of it. Like your Such sword? As you can see as he grabs the side of the sword next to him. And Seatra flinches for like half a second. Imagine the Arkin yeah. Blade. Imagine a sword like this in every soldier's hands. Given what we know about that sword, probably pure chaos. Of course, relative in a certain scale. We'll be able to cut down our enemies faster. We'll be able to get through this war faster. We can make them surrender faster. So it looks towards you, Dante. 
Dante looks at him and remembers what he had, um, what he had, um, shoot, what was the dwarven guy's name again? Um, uh, the, the one in the, the vision? One, no, the one, no, the one at the, our first, uh, enemy. Ah, the stonemaker. Yeah, the stonemaker, yeah, he oh, remembers, yeah, so he yeah. remembers war wasn't even waged and that was what he was willing to do. Listen, you don't have to make a decision now, but I would hope that all of you could come to an agreement soon. <sighs> I'm sorry, Samael, but I need to we'll think on this. But unfortunately, I can't help you open this vault quite yet. That's fine. <sighs> I just want you to understand that no matter what, I will tell you all the truth. And I will help you in any way I possibly can. Pardon me. As long as you, as long as you are behind the walls of the Cliffs of Thalia, you are allies and friends. We're getting the sense of truth from this guy? Yeah. This is one hell of a difference from when we first met you. For now, I think it might be good a good time to at least get ready for food, dinner. What time is it? Like she's yeah. realizing how much time did it's, we lose? <laughs> it, it, you guys came here late. This was the you guys got here very very late. Uh, as okay. he brings okay. you back up to the top of the main floor here in the Ishgari house you can see meals are already being made and the kitchen is full of sound and dinner will be ready very soon but for now you guys are within the house of Ishgari ready to Make whatever actions might come very soon. And that is where we're going to go ahead and leave tonight's episode. Ah, shit. Woo! Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Alrighty then. Dante's like, awkward. Can um... I just ask that Seacher doesn't get stabbed in her sleep again? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Dante. No more sand assassins. <laughs> Just regular assassins, please. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'll be fine. That are still weak to fire. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, so uh, as we're going to go ahead, uh, wrap up for tonight. We're going to jump into some relatively quick announcements. Uh, never the case that you want to show off or uh, tell people of what you're doing. So with that, uh, as usually, I will start here. Um, thank you all so much for being so patient with us getting ready for this next leg of our journey. Um, as I said, the podcast episodes will be coming out relatively soon, just as a bundle. Um, also, I released a video on not the Friday in which this week would be for this episode, but uh, the Friday previous, I had... Uh, expressed some very stressful emotions, and I deeply appreciate everyone being so kind and patient and 
Um, and being of assistance, I cannot thank you guys enough. And I can't also thank the people here at this table enough for also being very uh, kind and patient with me as well. So uh, I really appreciate that. Um, I will be getting back into my usual streaming, uh, streaming schedule, and hopefully I will have released another video talking about, uh, Damachi Season 4 on the channel in hopes that, uh, I have a bit more time this week. Um, I think that's pretty much everything for now. So, as usual, we're gonna go across the table, starting with Blue. How you now? Am good. It is not my turn to be traumatized. Anyways, <laughs> I don't have much else going on. I'm by the time this comes out, you'll probably see the new thumbnail, but that's what I'm working on currently. Uh, now that we have to also add airless to the group, but I am yeah. sad to see Bro go. Daito, we love you. We're gonna miss you tons, by the way. It's just man. Not to say that we don't love Kendra coming on. Kendra, we love you. It's oh, just, yeah. By all means. By um, all means. Other than that, my commissions are open. Um, you know, just PM me through Twitter or, if you know, if you want to, I have my Discord also linked in my Twitter account. You could also find me over on Twitch every now and a blue moon that I stream uh, by the same handle, Blue Casanate. Other uh, than that, yeah. not much else. Uh, probably playing Final Fantasy with Yarrow because reasons. Any boozles. Yeah. Connor, you're it. I'm it! Uh, hi, I'm Distortion Devil. People just call me Connor, though. They can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube.com slash Distortion Devil. I stream Tuesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. However, I've been uh, having more random VR streams uh, popping up lately just because I need to get up and move about a little bit more, and I finally got the space to do so. So, yeah, I'll probably be streaming a bit more... Uh, Virtual reality. Ooh, I saw you playing uh, it in the foreseeable future. Yeah, it was yeah. Yeah. Beat saber, beat a lot saber. Of fun. <laughs> uh, I, if if only Twitch wouldn't explode yeah. my brains for playing copyrighted music. Uh, yeah. That's if the only. downside. But yeah, I'll probably be playing some of the Walking Dead VR game. However, Saints Ooh. and Sinners. It's a really, really damn good VR I game. That's really good. Uh, but. Uh, other than other than that, uh, yeah, Unexpectables every Wednesday. Fish.tv slash The Unexpectables. Yeah. 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 Alrighty. Next up is Jade. As Jade the Firefox, you please Dante, your Chainsing Rogue Paladin. Um, I don't have anything to announce because I'm not really working on anything right now. So, um, yeah. Meh. 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 And last but not least, Kendra. Hey, uh, so uh, my name's Kendra. Um, everybody else knows me on the internet. All all over the place, I'm known as Transient Day, wherever you look. Uh, it's most likely me. The only place where Transient Day is that I'm not is Instagram. So don't look for me there. Um, <laughs> I don't it's have all a trap. <laughs> right? I don't have any particular projects going on. Um, I'm probably going to try to do a few more things for friends and... Uh, Probably help out a little bit more, get uh, D6 going a little bit further uh, with Airlist. Um, aside, <laughs> aside from that, um, I'm just a person, and I'm on the internet sometimes. You're an artist <laughs> on the internet sometimes, by the way. Yes, okay, I draw things, but I don't do commissions. <laughs> Fair enough. Alrighty. Well then, uh, all things aside, nothing else. Uh, nothing else pressing. We're gonna miss. We're gonna miss Daito. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
We miss you, buddy. Right. While I never did get the chance to uh, meet Daito, um, I'm I'm honored to be here, but I do wish I didn't have to be here. I I wish I could have had the chance to meet you better, Daito. Hopefully, we will see him again soon, uh, either in D six or in a uh, in another said, game. <laughs> he did say possibly Final Fantasy if things kind of go the way they should. Yeah. I squint. <laughs> right? Mm. All right. So, again, nothing else pressing? All good? Nope. All good. Yep. All righty. Well, then, uh, as usual, thank you all so much for watching. Thank you all for hanging out with us. Uh, stay safe out there. We love you. And as always, see you next Sunday. Bye-bye. Good night, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Have a good bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of D6 Black Archives. Come back next week for our next episode to hear the adventure continue. Thank you all so very much. We love you, and as always, see you next Sunday. Bye!